Brother Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life that no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three nights ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change for America. Three days later, Mr. President. Baldwin and Kevin McCullough. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live. Yeah, that's us. I wasn't paying attention there, Kevin. Oh, you were totally paying attention. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw that 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 You were so on top of it, I didn't I didn't have to I didn't even need my Red Bull tonight. You've been uh, so good. Uh, have I? You've been so good. I still have more than half of it left. And I got half of my uh The Rockstar Lemonade. Where did you find that? Because uh, <laughs> you told me about those like two years ago, and then you're like, oh, they're go- they've gone out of production. Uh, I, d- I don't know where they are. They've gone out no, of production. You know what? My cousin Maddie Greaser up north, <laughs> uh, he like knows, like he's got a friend that like is one of the distributors. I'll get you some Rockstar Lemonade. Yeah. It's good stuff. Better on your tummy. I found, no, 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 this is awesome stuff. The sugar-free Red Bull. It's perfect for the tummy. Forget the tummy. I need my brain. I need my brain to stay awake. I don't drink. I don't drink the energy drink for my tummy, for what it's worth. This is Baldwin McCullough Live. Yes, it is. 888-340-3373. 888-340-3373. And we're glad you've joined us. Uh, We've been talking, uh, if you're just joining us, like I know our flagship station, AM 970, the answer... In New York, no longer the Apple, but the answer uh, has just joined us because they were they were in the midst of uh, March Madness coverage. Uh-huh. So welcome to New York. You're welcome to this conversation now. And uh, in case you're just wondering, you know, what are Kevin and Stephen talking about tonight? Well, let me give you uh, just a sample 
um, and and I'm sorry to do this uh, to shock you after after coming out of basketball to have to listen to something from the performer named CeeLo, uh, but he was um, a featured performer for the president last night at his presidential fundraiser, and he did something, and, and I'm even willing to give um, the president's uh, group uh, a little bit of uh, a break on this. Like, uh, Well, and I, I saw actually one on one newscast where they said, you know, the president's handlers usually, like, they vet this stuff pretty carefully. Um I'm going to assume that that's their policy. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that I have reason to think that they're lying to us. Yeah, but if you vet it and then don't step up after the fact and say well, that was wrong, that's a, that's a legitimate observation as well. But anyway, See what I'm saying? here's here's what happened last night uh, at an official fundraiser when CeeLo Green. And if you don't know who he is, he's the guy in the third chair on The Voice on NBC. He's the guy that's half the height of Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera is what three foot eight. So that makes CeeLo about what a buck twelve, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, here's here's how he uh, came off last night, literally, at uh, the president's uh, fundraiser. Can I curse? Ain't that some stuff? <laughs> it's so, not, you know what, dude? So it's the not, question... It's, I hate to be a bummer. <clears throat> Pardon me. It, it, it's not funny to me. It's completely disgusting to me. Well, and I would never try to tell you how to feel about anything. And uh, you know, it just, it just, it's just sad. But the question it's we've really asked... really sad. And for those of you in New York that are just joining us, to bring you up to speed fully on the conversation, the question we've asked is... Um, what has happened to the dignity? There was a time, and it doesn't matter if you're George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, or Barack Obama, okay? Start, middle, end. Uh, There was a time when the office of the president, the dignity of what that was would not associate itself with this. There was another story this week. Uh, There was a Democratic Party uh, headquarters in Florida that evidently didn't know the laws about how to fly the American flag. Because they had they had put up a flag that had stars that, that had stars and stripes only there were no stars in place of the stars the stripes were there there was a blue box with a silk screen hologram of Obama mm-hmm. in the, in the box where the stars go now what what are the stars why are there fifty stars does anybody know fifty states because it's the fifty states right. I knew that thirteen stripes for the original colonies fifty Jackie. stars. But what does that even what does that Give even me a say? Thumbs up. Okay. But what does that even say? You take the states out and you put the president's face in. So even if whatever she's flying, the, so the county chairman's flying this flag outside the Democratic Party headquarters, and a bunch of veterans come driving down the street. Right. <laughs> they pull over. Yeah. What's that? And it's not even about the fact that it's Obama's face. It's that you've demarked and defaced the flag, and there are laws, both federal and state in the case of Florida, that say you can't do that to the American flag. Mm -hmm. So the dignity, all I'm getting at is that there was a time when the dignity of the respect for the office and for the nation and for who we are, we just didn't do some of these things. And now it's like if we're not in the toilet, 
swimming in all the you know rhetorical fecal matter that's around us, then we ain't hip and cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying if, it, if we got to go to that degree to be hip and cool, I'm not sure I want to be hip and cool. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if it's worth it. it. It costs a little bit of my soul to go there. Um, but what what caused this erosion of dignity? What? And it, again, I'm not trying to get down on the partisan thing. I'm not trying to make this a Republican versus Democrat discussion. I, this has been going on for several years. Where did it come from? When, when did all of a sudden it became cool for the president to sit in the front row while an entertainer flips off the cameras with the middle finger and then says in within less than 20 seconds of that, can I curse? F you, F you, and ain't that some stuff? Yeah. And and then the president sits there, and, and Stephen, as you were saying last hour, the president sitting there might have some problems at home later to deal with. Uh-huh. If Sasha Malia are there. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's what we're talking about. Uh, and there were kids there. Yes. Jackie's asking, were there kids there? Uh, 888-340-3373. Let's go to Tamila in Tampa, Florida. Tamila, welcome. You're up next on Baldwin McCullough. We're glad you're here. Hey, thank you. Um, two points. One of them was made earlier about um, profanity being a sign of a limited vocabulary. And what I was going to say even further was that, you know, it's just showing that the education department is lacking. Is it really an issue of the educational um, establishment, or is this a parent thing? Well, for one thing, um, it's like the TV and the media desensitizing um, people to profanity to begin with. I mean, it's just... Yeah, but those words aren't said on TV. Well, not necessarily the F-bomb, but like the E-bomb a lot, like on just mainstream shows. Mm-hmm. Like well, what's your opinion, though? I mean, what, what what do you have to say about the fact that this was a, a a a presidential fundraiser with Barack Obama, you know, in attendance? CeeLo Green Green mm-hmm. drops the f bomb two or three times, and nobody says, no representative of the president or anybody else says that 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 they didn't you know, even apologize. But what what's your opinion? It just shows that our, you know, government... Our no, I want to know what you think. Leadership. Do you think... What I think? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think that's okay, or do you think that's not okay? I don't think that's okay at all, and oh, I think okay. that it's just showing that they don't really care who represents them in these events. You know, they're being... You know, these events are representing what they stand for, and they have, you know, all this profanity going on, and they just... Well, Tamila, if that's true, then we've lost the battle big time because that place was packed out last night. It was in Atlanta, and it was... Uh, they raised $5.6 million. Yeah, they, they, they blew the lid off. Um, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, she said blame the educational establishment. I don't know that you can do that. I don't think... You know. I think it's a parental thing, and I think it's a family-by-family-by-family thing, and I think we got a lot of families that don't care if their kids curse anymore. I... I we, we live in the New York metro area. I was in a, uh, a bodega in Manhattan a, a couple of weeks ago. A little eight-year-old kid turns around to somebody that I was assuming was a parental figure or an aunt or an uncle and said the F word that CeeLo just said to the, the president and to everybody that was watching uh, to whoever that uh, authority figure was. I'm not getting you that. Oh, yeah, F you. <laughs> like, well, hello. Mm-hmm. 
See, if I'd even thought about saying that, I'd been picking my face up off the other side of the floor. Yeah, and that, you know, yeah. this is this is now President Obama f bomb strike two, because the vice president well, Joe Biden, yeah, yeah, the vice president said it, but nobody takes Joe Biden seriously for anything. But he's the vice president, well, yeah, bro. But he's Joe Biden. So now you got the vice president dropping the f bomb, CeeLo dropping the f bomb at a at a presidential fundraiser. But do Sasha and Malia get their mouth washed out with soap if they say it? I don't know. We'll talk about it. More of your calls coming up next. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not- Get all the details at thebingethinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Dot com. Congressman Paul, who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed Signed up. It's easy to do. Just go to CaresProject.com. That's CaresProject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Com. Congressman Paul, who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. 
And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. All right, it's Baldwin McCullough Live. It's uh, hour number two, but it feels like we just got started. 888-340-3373. If you'd like to jump in on the conversation, we've asked the question, is dignity dying or is it dead? Has it completely been lost? Due partly, in fact, to the idea that um, CeeLo can use the F-bomb at a presidential function. And uh, nobody apologizes for it. He certainly doesn't feel bad about it. Tyler Perry doesn't feel bad about it. Uh, yeah, and in fact, along those lines, let's uh, take a couple of calls and see what people have to say about this. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Andrea is in Dayton, Tennessee. Andrea, welcome. You're on with uh, Baldwin and McCullough. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure thing. Um, I I had to call in. I listen to your show all the time. I had to call in on this one. I actually um, work in a crisis pregnancy center, and we go into the schools and teach kids about healthy choices. And so I see the effects of. I absolutely believe it's a parental thing. I mean, we have parents that allow – these kids are telling me they've been watching rated R movies and playing video games like Grand Theft Auto since they were five, six years old, and they're just inundated with profanity. And, and you know, people want to blame the media, but, you know, the, the movies that we watch and the, and the television that we allow to come into our children's minds, that's something that we have control over. We don't have to go to that movie. We don't have to turn that television program on. Right. So it's, it's definitely a parental thing. That and and I mean, my husband and I don't have television. We don't watch it. We only we don't watch PG thirteen movies or rated R movies because we don't want to hear the profanity. And we're looked at like you know we're weird for that. You know we're definitely not the cool people. And but it's it's definitely a parental thing. Gotcha. I mean they there's nobody to to say to stand up and say it's wrong. It's like oh that's just the way it is. It's just not seen as normal. Okay, Andrea, thanks for the observations. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening to all your friends, baldwinmccullough.com. Uh, and, Stephen, along those lines, you went to a PG-13 film this last week in Correct. Hollywood. We're, we're going to have you tell about this in just a second. But sure. uh, if, if CeeLo is, is, a, is a peek into what the, the negative can be, maybe The Hunger Games is a look at what the positive can be. We'll, we'll, we'll just tease it like that and let people uh, get ready for it in just a second. Ida in Pinellas Park, Florida. You're up next. Hi, Ida. I... I was appalled when uh, our country people voted for a president who for 20 years listened to a pastor that cursed America and said his wife said that she did not love America. And then the president says about his girls, if they happen to make a mistake, that he would abort his grandchildren, regardless of how they got there. I don't understand Right. So that's very that's very much all of that is very much anti anti Barack Obama. But what about this topic? What about the loss of dignity? What about I believe 
that it's a total loss of dignity, and I can see why he would sit there and not think anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. If he was brought up thinking that there's nothing wrong with cursing our country, why would he think anything was wrong with using that word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, interesting well, thanks point, Ida. Call. Thanks for the call. One last call. Uh, Eric in Reno, Nevada. Hey, Eric, welcome. You're on with uh, Baldwin and McCullough. Glad you're here. Thank you. Our society, gentlemen, has been deteriorating for the last 20 years, slowly and surely. It uh, went on hyperspeed with uh, Bill Clinton and his uh, antics. Uh, the, the, the Hollywood people are just chasing ratings, and they're being as profane as they can be and make it cool. Even though that's, uh, an, un- even though that's an unproductive business model. Because if you look at the movies that have the best success, it's always the ones that appeal to the widest audience, which include children. And I just, it's an, what you're saying is true, Eric, but I find it to be, they're, they're so committed to this, this idea that they're willing to sacrifice making money to do it. What you're saying is great, and that, that gives me hope that the, 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 the great people in this country do still have the dignity and the pride in this country, and, and that, and, and we don't put Barack Obama's face on the flag. Yeah, what's that about? They didn't put hammer and sickle next to it. Well, she she did end up going online, and thanks for the call, Eric. She did, Stephen, end up going online, looked up the flag code, realized she was in gross violation of several federal and state laws, and went out and immediately took it down. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a small victory in that part. But, okay, we got about four minutes before the next break. You went to go see the Hunger Games. You were on the red carpet. Yeah. with your daughters this last week. Yeah. And why do you think that this movie gave you an insight that we might not have lost all dignity just yet? Well, I, you know, I've seen a couple uh, of PG-13 films with my, my daughter, Haley, who's now 15. Right. Who, you know, raising her with, you know, biblically-based foundations, hopefully, uh, my and my wife, who's far more... Uh, hardcore about this than I am. Right. Meaning she will say to my daughter, you know, why do you want to go see that stuff? If a PG-13 film, uh, uh, you know, now allows, because the, the, the way the rating system has changes, there's one F-bomb now allowed in a PG-13 film. Hmm. You can have one. Hmm. That wasn't the case in the, you know, 15 years ago. When the PG-13 rating came about, it wasn't the case. Of course not. Yeah. And... You know, I'm somebody that says I want to vet the process. I want to go to the Christian movie review thing, and it'll tell you w- w- what's in it and what's this and this. So sometimes we'll we'll go check something out that's PG-13 that I have vetted the process, and even then I'm kind of sometimes kicking myself coming out, and I, I'll just say to her, "Honey, you know, I just it was it worth it?" And, but it also opens this door of of a conversation sure. with me, and, my and you daughter, get to talk which, about discernment, exactly. and wisdom, and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, I must say that with a PG-13 rating, The Hunger Games was far more conservative in the graphic violence, in the sexualization of it. It was really quite sweet and charming and innocent. It was, it was on a scale of 1 to 10, if 1F-bomb is now a PG-13 thing and, and, and the 1F-bomb in there is like a 10, Hunger Games was like a 4. That's interesting. So it's almost just like a regu- regular or old school PG it, it, movie. It, it, it's an old school PG. Like Star Wars first three films, PG. 
No, I'd say that the violence was a little more graphic than that. A little bit more. Just a touch. But it was the the romance part of it was very sweet. And, and they didn't charming. sexualize the They did the not leads. not at all. Which not, is when's the last time that's happened in a film? It but it was sweet. It was innocent. And I just think that kudos to the makers of this film and this director because I'm in the business. Right. And for me it was just really uplifting to to when the film ended and the lights came i went you know what that was just an exciting fun you know decent film well that being said i unless we get a whole industry of films like that in the future i still think we're in major trouble (laughs) exactly but that that, to, to my point right that's why the hunger games for me i think that they made the decision going you know going into this whole thing Let's try to gear this thing to a younger audience where, hmm. by word of mouth, people will come see it and say what Stephen Baldwin's saying right now. And, no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't too violent. It, you know, it didn't have any cuss words. You know what I mean? It was, it was thoroughly enjoyable for the whole family. Yeah. 888-340-3373. Okay, here's what, I'm, here's what we're still interested in knowing. Uh, first of all, those of you that were just joining us in New York, uh, you, you missed uh, the majority of the first hour. Is Dignity dead, and is that evidenced by uh, CeeLo singing the F word multiple times and the S word a couple of times and flipping the bird to the audience and to the TV-watching audience? Uh, uh, is, is, is Dignity dead? We'll talk about it next. Stay with us. When I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people, we decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance up to 55% if you don't have insurance but also if you do have copays it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card see this cares project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price even on drugs for your pets And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. 
In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills, through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, then it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to DannyJohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I Johnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. For a lot of people that want to pray effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. But what if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is. What do you think of when you think of praying with your children? In a very simple, easy to read and quickly memorized book, your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is. We can pray everywhere and anywhere. Carol McIntyre's brand new title, Prayer Is. And when you go to thebingethinker.com and click on the Prayer Is logo, you'll save almost half the price at Amazon.com. So check out Prayer Is 888-234-0519. That's 888-234-0519. One nine. That's triple eight two three four zero five one nine. All right, it's uh, Baldwin McCullough live. Glad you're with us. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. And if you if you were just listening and you just heard in that break, uh, our new sponsor Carol McIntyre, we're so happy to have someone who's doing something so positive uh, sponsoring the show. <laughs> I mean, Stephen, in light of just tonight's discussion, I was going, "Hey, this is not ironic. This is great." Um, but Carol McIntyre, the book is called "Prayer Is." It is a bedtime book that teaches children the fundamentals of prayer. They learn who should pray, why they should pray, when they should pray, where they can pray. And what they should pray for and the positions they can assume while praying. It's like everything a young child, like baby James, needs to start learning about what prayer is. Awesome. And so, uh, you know, good night, moon, is going away. <laughs> and prayer is, is uh, coming back into the into the, uh, into the the uh, bedtime uh, routine. I've already read it with him some, and it's so cute because now baby James, he, he actually kind of has an idea. So when daddy says... Um, and I don't know if mom prays with him before or she puts him, but on nights when I put him down, he's usually on my right shoulder and, um, I whisper in his ear, I said, okay, daddy's going to pray for you. And then we pray, dear Lord, help us sleep. Good. Help James to sleep. Help him to know mommy and daddy love him. And he just, he just gets perfectly still until we're done. And I say, okay, Jesus name. Amen. And then he starts wiggling around again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just the cutest thing. I mean, just to see. To see his little heart, mind, and brain trying to kind of respond to that whole concept that I still don't have figured out, which is who God is and what difference it makes. Um, 
I don't know. It's just kind of a cool thing. So this is going to be a good tool for us in our house. And if you want more information, um, you can get the book for half the cost of what it costs on Amazon just by going to thebingethinker.com and clicking on the big square in the uh, sponsors side of the page there that says prayer is. Or you can dial it directly, 888-234-0519. Grandparents, parents, if you've got kids, if you've got grandkids, this is such a good thing. And you should get it. Uh, it's half off uh, what the cost would be elsewhere. Go to thebingethinker.com or just dial 888 And thanks to Carol McIntyre for sponsoring the broadcast. Now, Stephen, during the break, you went on um, – you, you've been doing research all through the, the show tonight. And you, you found something intriguing about this this phenomenon that is CeeLo and this whole question of whether dignity is on the downfall, what did you find out? Well, it just, <clears throat> it made me, you know, ser- searching around trying to get the video to play of CeeLo's performance at this fundraiser, I just went to YouTube. Right. And I put in CeeLo F-bomb, looking on YouTube. And what came back was this young girl, had to be about 14, 13, 14, 15, and she's a singer. And like a lot of, like Justin Bieber, she was singing, you know, she has her little YouTube channel. Right. And it's her singing the CeeLo song, but with the F-bomb. The dirty version. The version yeah. that's not on the radio. Right. And then when you watch a YouTube video, it pulls up all the videos similar to that. Right. And there were 30 videos in just in this first page Yeah. of young people around her age. How old would you say she was? She was 13, teens? 13 14, okay. 15. Early teens. There were 30 videos, I counted them, of probably about 90% kids <laughs> doing the same thing, doing a cover on YouTube of the F-bomb version of CeeLo. And then if you look at the bottom of each video, it'll show you the views. Some of them had 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. There was one kid at 76,000 views. And that's just one of the 30 videos. Singing the F-word version of the CeeLo song that he sang for the president. So you know what, Kev? I I, I guess it's just okay. 888-345-3373. When my kids say to me now, Mom, Dad, you know, hey, relax. You know, this is the, you, you should see what it's really like out there. Maybe they're right. So we just give up? Yeah. So we just take the we take the uh, censorship off of broadcast television. Well, well, certainly, here's my opinion. The George Carlin words here's can start opinion. now being said again. Here's my opinion. Yeah. Certainly, if it's all okay, and it doesn't matter, and CeeLo drops the F-bomb and the president and nobody from his administration says there's anything wrong with it, then the president deserves to come back for four more years. Friends listening, do you think that's fair? Uh, did the president was did he have to get up last night and apologize to the people, uh, or somebody from his administration, or somebody from his administration, in order to pacify this? Um, particularly those of you that support the president. And again, I didn't make this a partisan discussion, but I am intrigued if you have been a supporter of President Obama in the past. Um, does this change in any way your view of what he seems to be saying is acceptable? And whether or not that changes how you look at him as a candidate or not. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to lead you down that path. I just want to know your thoughts. If I knew somebody was morally flawed, 
uh, voting for them for public office would change part of my. I, can I can I be very transparent about that? Actually, uh, I'll, t- I'll just give you an example of it when we come back. It's Baldwin McCullough live. Stay with us. October baby. Well, three weeks ago, I found out that my entire life is a lie. So I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what will you say? I'm just I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past. This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have found out about all of this. To find the true power of forgiveness. Why didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive, to choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I didn't see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby. In theaters March 23rd. Rated PG. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to CaresProject.com. That's CaresProject.com. CaresProject.com and print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Consider the coffee bean. Ever since the dawn of mankind, never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day-to-day basis. So if you enjoy your coffee, I want you to check out More Than Coffee when you click on TheBingeThinker.com. By going to More Than Coffee and clicking the button, you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to Sub-Saharan Africa, across every continent of the globe, be able to order the best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase two dollars will be donated to extreme charities go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way please check out more than coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup compliments of extreme charities more than coffee at thebingethinker.com and don't forget to select extreme charities before you check out more than coffee at thebingethinker.com For a lot of people that want to pray effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. What if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is. What do you think of when you think of praying with your children? In a very simple, easy to read and quickly memorized book, your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is. We can pray 
everywhere and anywhere. Carol McIntyre's brand new title, Prayer Is. And when you go to TheBingeThinker.com and click on the Prayer Is logo, you'll save almost half the price at Amazon.com. So check out Prayer Is 888-234-0519. That's 888-234-0519. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough live. I'm Stephen Baldwin. He's Kevin McCullough. And uh, if you missed any moment of tonight's show and you'd like to re-listen to it, you can get the uh, podcast at baldwinmccullough.com. Click on the Where to Listen uh, tab at the top of the page. Let's see, what is it called? Uh, Watch and Listen is the name of the tab. And it'll take you to the page that has all the podcasts. By the way... uh, not to toot our own horn or anything, but uh, our web team's been very, very busy on the website, and it is a brand-new site, brand-new skin, brand-new look, everything about it, uh, easier to use than ever before. And right at the top of the page, I love this. You ever want to know what Kevin or Steven are thinking? Uh, our Twitter feeds are right at the top of the page. And so whatever we've said, for instance, the last thing Steven wrote was Luke 627, Right? Yeah. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Yeah. That was a few days ago, March 5th. Yeah, I haven't Twittered in quite a while. <laughs> uh, not since the Piers Morgan thing, I guess. Anyway, um, and then uh, I, I Twittered something earlier today that uh, is still up there. So anyway, check that out when you go to the uh, website, baldwinmccullough.com. You can see our most recent video appearances on uh, cable news and so forth. And you can also check out... Uh, that uh, new book that we've been telling you about tonight, Prayer Is, we're thankful that Carol McIntyre is a new sponsor to the broadcast. Okay, we've been talking about uh, the loss of dignity in the culture. We've been talking about the coarseness of of what this is all about. But here's what I would like to know from those of you that still are very hostile to the idea that uh, we should even be saying anything about this. Because I know, Stephen, there's, pe- there's lots of people tonight that are saying, oh, you know what? Baldwin and McCullough, they're just those born-again goons. They just want to see, you know, the moral police come in and make everything a theocracy and uh, so forth and so on. Um, Is that really what the secular, atheist, non-religious people say is the best path forward? Would it be better to repeal all the seven curse words from broadcast television and say, no, you can say whatever you want to now? In fact, let's become like Europe. Let's just have full nudity and sex and whatever skeevy, pervy stuff you want to have on in primetime. Just show it in primetime. You know, American Idol delays the Victoria's Secrets commercial until the second hour of their coverage every week. Why not have it in the first hour, the family hour? Why not? If, if if this is what our nation is committed to becoming, and it seems like we're, we're kind of on this diehard path that, you know, hell will freeze over before we stop going there, mm-hmm. then why not just usher in the apocalypse? I mean, just, just let it come. It's, it's going to happen anyway. Just make it happen. Your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting because even like even just this morning in my prayer time, I know that. God is God, and God is in control, and I know that the hope that is within God and who he is and what he represents for 
all of us, that'll never die. The hope of God will never die. So I think that's what keeps me going every day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely think that this erosion of dignity and integrity and who we are as 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 humanity i think that that certainly there is a movement toward that decline and i i you know my wife is somebody who would turn around and just say stephen i love you babe but the bible says this is what's going to happen well you know what's weird is that you've got the moral decline that we're talking about tonight where you have Formerly, the president of the office, the office of president was very high office. You didn't, you didn't tarnish it with stuff like this, at least not publicly. Like if the Kennedys were doing something, it was behind closed doors and the public didn't find out about it. But there was, there was an association that was, that was guarded about what the presidency was associated with. Sure. So there, it was always kind of important. There was a decency. Yeah. And, and, and it, there was a, um, it was just a priority. Now it's, it's. It's like, well, we're going to allow this kind of stuff. And, you know, the Obamas have a party every Wednesday. They've done it for the whole course of their presidency. It's the Wednesday night jams. And, you know, they'll have Paul McCartney one night, Ludacris the next. Anybody and everybody, they've they've had a good time at the White House in the mm-hmm. three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got CeeLo making this thing last night. You've got um, the Bill Maher episode calling people he disagreed with vile names you know, in the past, you had the Rush Limbaugh controversy. You've had this kind of saying that the president saying to the Catholic universities and so forth, I don't care what your God tells you to do. You're going to do insurance my way. And and even if you think my way is immoral, you got to do it my way. So we're complaining about the erosion there. But you also see some people saying, hey, you know what? There's other erosions going on, too. Like, look at the sex trafficking problem around the world. You know, we, we don't we won't say that certain types of sex, even between grown men and boys in America, is necessarily something you should look down upon. But then on the other hand, some of these same people are saying, but look at all the kids that are being dragged into sex trafficking around the world. And it's like some people don't put the connection between the two together, that there is there's a moral standard at some point, and the idea that they're supposed to live up to it is judgmental if it's pointed at them. But when they see an innocent person that's victim to an immoral viewpoint of somebody that owns them or pays for them or rents them from somebody, then that tugs at their heartstrings. And, and I have to wonder, why is it that some people who see the sex trafficking problem and, and, the, and the kind of the very real issue that that is and the legitimacy of everything that that issue is, but doesn't recognize that in America, if we just keep saying, eh, there's no such thing as real morality, and it's all just a matter of perspective, and it's what's right to you isn't right to me, and I don't have to say the same moral st- uh, guidelines apply to me, that will lead to the eventual degrading of all morality, and it will be a holy free-for-all right. at that point. Right. Unholy free-for-all. Yeah. <laughs> Much more well said. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes I get it right. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Do you believe that we are on that slippery slope, friend? Listening tonight, I, I just we got four minutes left in the show. When we come back from this break, I'd love to take as many calls as we can. Do you believe that we that we are headed towards all out Sodom and Gomorrah like abyss? 
if we don't say pause every now and then and check ourselves. And maybe if you're the president, maybe you do apologize to people that brought small children to a fundraiser. And maybe you say, you know what, this isn't what we should do. What do you think? 888-340-3373. Taking your calls next. In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills, Through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to Danny Johnson. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama is Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people, we decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough live. Uh, wow. Two hours goes by quick, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And you just set it up before the break, Kevo. <laughs> uh, we, do we have any callers? 
Yeah. Uh, Marty in Nassau County, uh, New York. That's Long Island, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm from Nassau County. Marty, welcome. You're on with Baldwin McCullough on uh, AM 970. The answer! Uh, and and uh, several hundred other radio stations across the country. Welcome. Uh, sure. Uh, Mr. Baldwin, a shout-out from Syosset, Long Island. All right. Uh, I'm calling as a, uh, a Jewish listener. Uh, I wanted to point out that, uh, you know, in the Torah and in Judaism, which is a very behavioral religion, you know, we, we learn that God has given us a, a blueprint for our behavior. In other words, we, we just can't wander around like animals. Mm-hmm. Animals see something, they, they, they attack it, and, you know, and that's it. We are behaving like animals. There's no impulse control. Marty, do you by chance listen to Dennis Prager much? I love Dennis. Yeah, I do too. He's, he's one my, of my gurus. He's my favorite talk show host in all of talk radio, and he he I have heard him talk uh, on this concept of the more of the morality of the individual, the dignity of the individual, and how we lower ourselves. Uh, and and by in you know all all ships rise when the water rises and when the water uh, goes down all right. ships lower and and it's kind of like we're molecules of the water in the ocean and the more That's of us right. that accept and go down with this stuff we just drag everything down with us. Yeah, I want to give you an example of something uh, quickly. Uh, <clears throat> in 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 the more observant Jewish homes, when they sit down to have a meal, uh, before they sit down to have a meal, they wash their hands. But it's not done for hygienic purposes. It's done to pause, to allow yourself, unlike an animal, that you're going to just jump into your meal, that you pause for a moment, and then you sit down. uh, The fact that you clean your hands simultaneously, you know, is one thing. But that was the the understanding before, that unless we have guidelines to follow, we're going to just behave any way we want. Yeah. And this is, but I, in answer to your question earlier on, I think it really started after the during the 1960s. I do too. The whole, you know, and the whole all, all the moral barriers. Throw out all the rules and just start right. making it up from scratch. Yeah, you're exactly Absolutely. right, Marty. Hey, call back sometime. Thanks. Great call, appreciate it. Let's go to uh, North Carolina, and Earl is with us. Earl, you probably get the last word on this. Uh, glad you're with us on Baldwin McCullough Live. Yes, I would like to just say that I didn't approve of what um, CeeLo said last night on the show, but my, my thing is that, um, you know, we hear in the media that, that there's so many derogatory words that are being said about different people, and, you know, even towards the president, but nobody ever said it's wrong when he's being called a dog or he's being used as, you know, anti-American and stuff like that, and it's appalling that because one Celebrity sings and uh, uses the uh, f bomber. That it's a big issue. But when uh, uh, Earl, I, to be honest, friend, I think you're just uh, stretching the things here. I've not heard anybody call Obama a dog in the media. Have a great week. God bless. Effectively, doing it is the hard part. We pray for our family. They know what they want to say. Our friends. But the words don't come out easily. We pray for the world. What if something had been given to you as a child? Maybe that had been read to you every single night before you went to bed. We can pray while walking, running, bowing, standing, or lying down. That's what children's author Carol McIntyre has done in her brand new bedtime book, Prayer is what do you think of when you think of praying with your children in a very simple easy
easy to read and quickly memorized book, your children will pick up on all the benefits of what prayer is. We can pray everywhere and anywhere. Carol McIntyre's brand new title, Prayer Is. And when you go to thebingethinker.com and click on the Prayer Is logo, you'll save almost half the price at Amazon.com. So check out Prayer Is 888-234-0519. That's 888-234-0519. That's 888-234-0519. 